Are you ready to meet the moment? Ozzy and our friends at Chevrolet are proud to present Real Talk, Real Change to help foster racial equality in America. And we're inviting you to help. Join me, Carlos Watson, as I talk with key leaders from across the country about racial disparities in America's healthcare system. Look for The Carlos Watson Show and Real Talk, Real Change on YouTube and subscribe. Or download The Carlos Watson Show wherever you get your podcasts. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hey, beautiful people. If you love what you're hearing or if you have any questions, follow me on Instagram at Blue Hazel, B-L-U-H-A-Z-L. Let me know what's up. I cannot wait to hear from you. Welcome to Girl, We Got This with Blue Hazel co-founder Letitia Lee. Join Letitia as she interviews real people, shares personal stories, and talks raw, honest advice about all things sisterhood. Because after all, life is easier with a sister. Here's your host, my sister, Letitia Lee. Hey, sis. Look, I gotta tell you something. Balance is bullshit. Yeah, you heard me. Balance is bullshit. There's no such thing as balance. I have learned something, though. It's called blending. Start blending things into your life. Start making time for what you want. You know, balance makes us forced to choose this or that. We can't go to our kid's game because we have to work. I can't make tonight's party because I'm going to be late after work. Why are we doing all this to ourselves? Why are we forcing ourselves to choose? Why not blend? Why not find an equal playing field where we get to live the life we deserve? Where we could be the greatest mom, the greatest boss, the greatest wife, girl. We can do all of this. We can literally live the life we want. We got this. Talk about power. Talk about girl boss. Talk about I want her to be my mentor right now. Tamara Lore is here with me. The author, the 20-year global wellness entrepreneur. Ladies, Tamara Lore, let me introduce you to her. You will be hearing her name all over the place and you'll be buying her book, Balance is Bullshit because it will change your life. It literally has changed my life. Once you get it, you won't put it down. Tamara Lore is going to literally make you understand why balance is bullshit and that you should blend. B-L-E-N-D. Blend, baby. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. AC 911. What is your emergency? A brutal murder that took place in Washington, D.C. To do what he did to four people, including a 10-year-old boy, is just beyond words. A family and their housekeeper held hostage and tortured for 19 hours before their mansion was set on fire with them inside. It's just hard to imagine that such a nice family could be the victim of something so depraved. In WTOP's 22 Hours, An American Nightmare, you'll be shocked by the new details of this heinous crime, and you won't believe how investigators brought the killer to justice. He did not act alone. Mark my words. Download 22 Hours, An American Nightmare, with new episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Now back to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. 
Hey, sis. So I am with an incredible woman right now. Her name is Tamara Lore, and I'm just really happy your hair is sitting like across because I feel like I need you right now in my life. Oh, I'm just channeling your energy. <laughs> Dude, I totally buzzing. need it. <laughs> so I got to tell you guys a little bit about her. She is an author, and we're going to go all into her book. I mean, the title of the book itself, Balance is Bullshit, really? Yeah, of course. Let's call it straight off. Like, it's <laughs> so true. Every day I try to find balance and yeah. it's bullshit because I never do. How's that working out for everyone? Not it's so not, good. <laughs> it's not. So you teach us how to blend. Yep. That's what we're going to do. It's incredible. And I appreciate you doing this because everybody needs this. Thank you. Thank you. Also, you are t- are, you're a 20-year wellness entrepreneur. You're a global entrepreneur. Like what how do you do all of this oh it's it's pretty easy it's just actually just growing you know drawing bigger <laughs> circles right like everyone looks at you and go how, how did you get to this point like oh well you know what how do you eat an elephant it's one bite at a time right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what other people might think is crazy i'm like yeah i've been doing this for 20 years and it's know? so wild because you've been doing this for 20 years how i mean i'm 31 i don't know how the hell you do it so do I need like another 10 years to learn this balance blend thing? It's all about leverage. Okay. And that's the thing. You probably now have all your 10,000 hours. You've got all your experience. Now we need to turbocharge that. Yeah. You know, that's 100%. sort of said. And, you know, for me, 20 years, it's refining that, finding out what you're really good at saying no to mm-hmm. because women in general don't no, know how to say no. So learning that discipline picking Picassos and at the end of the day entrepreneurs are like magpies they just they can't help themselves right pick up shiny objects you never stop you never stop Mm -mm. it's not about the money right ever you you figure that out you know you go through a cycle when you first start and it's survival survival and then you start winning and you're like great let's thrive yeah and after that you go okay what's next literally that's my life do you ever feel like you have all these tabs open in your brain well, like multitasking doesn't work. So I'm extremely focused. I have a one-page plan for my life, um, which is basically what you go through in the book. Yes. And I have a one-page plan for my business goals, which is all based on that B game. And I'm pretty relentless. So you get really good at saying no to stuff when it means, hey, you're going to eat into my family time, and that's a no. Yes. And you're going to do this, no, that's a no. So it's it's becoming really focused and clear. And then there's nothing scattery in my head. Does it make sense? A hundred percent. You got to spend the time though on the strategy for yourself and for your business, and then the rest just takes fold. You just keep it clear and concise. Absolutely. I want it simple, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I I want to get back to the book balances bullshit, but I want to I want to know who you are. You know, I I get to meet these incredible women every Tuesday, and I'm just like, wow, like you're stunning, you're smart, you're intelligent, you have a family, you're a boss, like. You're from Australia. Yeah. Okay. Most times. Born and raised. <laughs> oh, yeah. Country girl. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. So, dude, so let's start. Let's talk about your childhood. Mm. I, I read a little bit about you started singing. You, you started your own band and yeah. you were pretty much doing everything your parents didn't want you to do. Yeah, well, that's what you do, right? Right. That's I've what, learned that lesson. Tell yeah. your kids the opposite. <laughs> yeah, totally. And that's what you yeah. preach is doing the opposite. Yeah, well, it's interesting because, you know, I was quite good at school. Mm-hmm. Um, so straight away, you're parents you know my my dad's been in the same bloody job since he was 17 Mm -hmm. right so they don't there's no entrepreneurs in my family so you know to them they're all like well great you're gonna go on and be a doctor lawyer or a doctor or something like that right the normal stuff yeah which is if you know me I'm a creative like I cannot stand that sort of stuff um so when I decided that I wanted to follow my creative roots, which that's all it is, yeah. singing, it doesn't matter whether it's singing or art or entrepreneurship, right. it's all creative. 
right? That's all it is Everything. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, especially in that field. So so I followed that and they all thought I was mad and I think <laughs> I got told, yes, art is a hobby, darling, not a career. And I'm like, well, I'll show you. Watch me. Yeah. So I started my first business when I was 19. Wow. Uh, in marketing and at the same time I yes. had a record contract. So I was touring and, and doing that at the same time and just doing actually whatever I wanted to do. Yes. But How? I mean, you're 19 years old, you're yeah. touring the country, and your your marketing company... Matara. Yes, Matara. Mm. And it going. grows. Yes, it's yeah. like one of the top marketing companies ever. Yeah. And you're running that at 19, being a superstar on tour. Like, how? How? Be- because it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't overthink it. If you go into it thinking, I'm going to do all this stuff to be rich and famous, that's usually not what happens. But if you go in saying, I'm open for the journey, I just want to have a great experience, yeah. um, and your energy just feeds off other people and it creates momentum. And that's what's really interesting. Like, I'm in YPO, which is Young uh, President's Organization, mm-hmm. and it, the average turnover is $45 million for the members, right? But I'm looking around and there's no females. Wow. And what's really interesting to me is, okay, yes, I've got to this journey of being a YPO member, but, you know, who are we bringing along in the way? And the only way that we get to that sort of revenue is with teams. You don't do that as a solo thing. You can't. You can't. It's not possible. Burnout, for starters, but you will cap out probably at around 10 mil if you want to really go hard. Yes. So it's all about the people who are around you. And I think creative people in general, that's all I've ever done is just say, hey, I'm playing this fun game. You want to come? You want to get on my bus? Let's do this. And then off we go. So, And I find that's that's special. That's a special trait. When's your birthday? I'm a scorpion. Okay. (laughs) So this is the thing. So so many people ask me, especially being an older woman, right? I'm in my 30s. A lot of girls are like, well, how do I find those type of friends? How do I find those people to surround me that support me? How would you describe like a way to find your squad or your tribe to support you when you're on these creative journeys? Because it's not easy. Look, I have two rules when it comes to that we have to have the same value set so that's really important um and you know i'm not interested in idle chit chat about you know mm-hmm. our kids football game or all that crap i'm just just not me yeah i get bored very easily mm-hmm. uh and uh, my second thing that's really important is be the smallest fish in the room so I'm like a guppy I'm hanging out with all these women who are doing these kick-ass things all over the world and I'm like you are the coolest person and the most intimidating person at the same time and you just feed off it yeah rather than being the biggest in the room so I'm constantly looking and throwing myself into a pond and going okay I'm a little fish again. Ah! <laughs> Is there anything that you like prep yourself? Like I always talk to myself when I'm feeling like, holy shit, I don't know why I'm here. Is there anything like you pep talk like yourself? Like how do you get in that space and have the confidence to be around these boss women? Um, it's interesting. I've got a transformational coach who's done all the exercises in the yes. book, which are so powerful. So powerful. And um, she told me once when I was always these limiting beliefs, I've always carried them. I'm from the country, right? I'm mm-hmm. self-made. There's no silver spoon. There's no handouts. So I, I often feel intimidated. I get into these rooms with these kids that have, you know, done double degrees and masters and they've been to this school. And I go, oh, I'm an Aussie country girl. And she said, I need to shut this down. I've been tra- coaching you for eight years. And you have proven time and time again that you're a one percenter, both in revenue, with the awards, that business awards that yes. you've won, everything else. Like, do you agree that you're in the top one percent? And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. And she's like, so from now on, 
we do not care what 99% of the world thinks of you. So don't bring this up again, please. I don't want to hear any limiting beliefs. But if someone who's a 1%er has a problem with you, then we'll have a conversation. So I literally, now I walk into things and I go, oh. And then I said, nope, I'm worthy of being here. I am a 1%er. And that's how I enter the room. That's what I tell myself. So everyone just needs to find that. I that dig thing that. that snaps them out of it. You earn it. <laughs> yeah, well, we have voices in our head, yeah. right? And they're not always We all do. They're not, not Sometimes nice. they're like, holy sh**. Other times they're like, yeah, let's yeah, do this. We got this. Yeah, it's, girl, we got <laughs> That's this. That's usually the cocktails. It's true. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Now, you talk about your coach. Yes. Do you think, as an entrepreneur, having a coach is vital? Absolutely. I have a rule that I always have a coach and a mentor at the same time. Mm. And the reason why is the coach makes sure that you're sticking to your values, your intent, the accountability. Because when you're at the top and you're the boss, there's no one really holding you accountable. So for me, it's important to have that person who'll call me on it. But then at the same time, they've never done it themselves, right? Right. So for me, I'm like, with a grain of salt, okay, if they, I don't take advice from them, if that makes sense. Yeah. So at the same time, I have a mentor who is massive and in the billions, turning over billions, and then I go to them for my business advice. And I think the two are a beautiful blend. A hundred percent. I mean, you are the definition of blending, so clearly it's a beautiful blend. Now, we got to talk about this. How did you find your mentor? Because that's another Mm -hmm. thing we get asked often. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of women are scared. They're nervous to speak up. They're nervous to ask for help. Um, For some reason, we have like this pride thing too, I feel like, as females. Absolutely. How, how, How do we find mentors and coach? Like, how do you go to somebody and say, hey... Can you be my mentor? Yeah, I know. It's a bit like groveling, it feels. Yeah. You know what's interesting is uh, Jeff Hoffman, who's my mentor, he literally gets asked, you know, probably a couple hundred times a day by people to mentor him. And he only picks two people a year. So he gave me this really cool idea, which is called reverse pitching. And it's a great concept. And it's not just for finding a mentor. I use it for everything. Wow. So rather than going and asking, why not go and position to them and research that person and figure out at the end of the day, mentoring is a two-way street. What are they going to get out of it? And what are you going to get out of it? Mm. And then instead of going up and saying, will you mentor me? Go up and say, right, before you say anything, I need to tell you that I would like you to be my mentor and these are the reasons why. This is what you're going to get out of it. This is what I'm going to get out of it. And this is my intention. Wow. And be very intentional with your proposal. And if you reverse pitch it in that way where you know what their goals are and you're gonna, how you're going to help them with that, just spend a little bit of time before you open your mouth. And you can literally do that in everything. Wow. So I reverse pitch everything. I don't feel like going out there and asking people for capital. Right. You don't need to. No. Instead, say, okay, so you've got this thing, this problem you're trying to solve. Right. I'm trying to solve it. How about you give me some capital and I'll show you. Let's do this together. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. You know, so many women ask, like, how do I find? How do I find? And I don't ever have the answer. And now, ladies, you have the answer. And don't forget there's organizations. Like, I'm obsessed with EO and YPO. Yes. Which is, you know, I was the president of EO for my chapter. Um, And what's great about that is it's entrenched. And you get access to a directory of all the best entrepreneurs in the world. There's 12,000 of them. Wow. And you can reach out to any of them and say, will you mentor me? 
That's so, so cool. find a tribe where mentoring is entrenched and it's encouraged and it, it, they really do say go out, find a mentor because they know that that fast tracks your success. Right. Like I literally went from one and a half million to ten and two and then it just kept like it just keeps going because you have that fast track. That is so And those smart. lessons. So, you know, check it out. It's an amazing organization. I love how you you surround – I feel like surra- you surround yourself with the best – and Absolutely. become the best. Yeah. The more I'm talking to you, the more I'm like, wow, she's, she's faking it till I make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. But it's true. You have to fake it till you make it. And at the end of the day, you already made it. So, I mean, it's so inspiring because a lot of people have to start somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And it's scary to start, right? With no coach, with no mentor. And people don't know how to get to the next step, especially women. Yeah. And I want to lead into that because yeah. – Women nowadays, there's 40% of households that are the breadwinner. It's crazy, isn't it? Great? Isn't that wild? I didn't know that. It's insane. I think it's like at 50% in Australia. And we're paid 20% less, so go girl. What the hell? I know. How? Like, when I read that stat, I was like, are you serious? Yeah, it's pretty impressive. But what's interesting is the worst stat about that is that women are now doing more in the household than they were before because they're feeling like they need to overcompensate. I mean, is that like a recipe for burnout? So I felt compelled to write the books. I'm like, guys... We're killing ourselves as it is. Yes. Right? Number one killer of women is heart disease. Yeah. You, you know? wonder why. Yeah. Why don't, why don't we just do a few more things around the house? What the <laughs> f- <laughs> Seriously. What a concept. That's just stupid. So let's let's just talk about this. Yeah. It's let's call, call BS on this. and um, It is bullshit. Absolutely. And I thank you so much for calling it out. You know, balance is bullshit. Ladies, if you don't have this book, you need to get it. I literally started reading it and automatically was like, I love her because <laughs> it's so true. Like literally on my vision board, which I know vision boards are bullshit because I read you the book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> vision boards are bullshit. Um, you know, I have vision boards and I believe in it. And one of my thing is it's balance. Yeah. And I can never find some days. If you know me, you know, my friends are listening to this. I'm a show. I just go with the flow, but I get, I get it done. How I get it done. Let's just say that. Okay. Let's say creative. (laughs) I'm creative. I don't know how I get things done, but I just do it. Right. I just get it done. And I try to find balance. Balance doesn't exist in my life. Well, I mean, think about balance as a scale, right? Yes. You've got your, your work over here and then your family here. Yes. We're self in all of that for starters. So, And then you've got to juggle between the two. So if you work too much, you go, okay, well, it's weighing that much mm-hmm. down that further. Let's take some from here and put it here. It, it fundamentally is flawed because there are three parts that make up. Yes. And the most important part is self. Mm-hmm. So I say get rid of the scales and throw everything in the middle. And this book is written for women who are sophisticated and at a point in their career. Don't get me wrong. If you're just straight out of uni and you go, okay, <laughs> boss, I want to blend and bring my kids to school and work from home a couple of days, they're going to go, uh, no. Not going to happen. But, like, these women have earned it, right? Yes. If you're the breadwinner, that means that you add value to that business. You're a crucial part of it. So you can start saying, well, you know what? These are the, these are my new boundaries and these are my new terms. Why right. do the same rules apply from when we left school and started that job in the first place? So you've, you've got to this point. Let's renegotiate some bad behaviors that might have creeped in. That's so intriguing to me because we can do that. 
But a lot of women know they don't think we can. Yeah. But you give us so much power and so much light in this book. And you literally give us like an outline of how to do this. Oh, yeah. I'm not into motivational crap. I'm like, okay, here is how you do it step by step. And do you know how much money on coaches and mentors (laughs) I've spent over the years? Well, it's worth it. And I appreciate you for doing that. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. No, seriously, because it's literally outlined so perfectly and there's plans and it's how to, you know, there's all these how to books that I read and I'm just like, okay, cool. I connect, but how the hell do I do it? You literally plan and outline like, okay, here, here, don't do this. Don't do that. That shit's not going to work. And this shit's not going to work. Exactly. Let go of that. Yes. Let go of that and give yourself permission, self permission to do that. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to come up with the list of what the perfect scenario is for us. And we're going to find out how that is still going to add value to the mm-hmm. person who you're employed by and you're going to go reverse pitch. Yes, right? 100% <laughs> and go back to it. I want to get back to you, though, a little bit. And you're a wife, you're a mother. How many kids do you have tomorrow? Two. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Two girls. You're a boss. Uh, you're in so many organizations, like so many. <laughs> I want to know how you blend how I blend. How so, do you blend? And for you, what's the definition of blending? Because there's a lot of women that are mothers that are trying to blend. Yeah. What is the definition? So I look at it as whenever I'm feeling torn, I stop and I take a moment and I go, right, I'm feeling torn between these couple of things. Mm-hmm. How do I do all of them at once and then add something else in there? So three things at once that are all things that I enjoy. So a good example would be that um, the other day my daughter loves tennis and mm-hmm. she's in the tennis final. Now, the Someone else, um, not me, would have gone, okay, well, I'm either going to miss that because I've got an important meeting on um, or I'm going to finish the meeting really quickly, jump in my car, race there, get the tail end of the tennis and be flustered for the whole time. Whereas I went, okay, I don't apologize. I said, look, I'd love to be at that pitch. My team and I have been working really hard on it, but I'm going to be at the tennis because it's my daughter's final. Mm -hmm. No, sorry there. (laughs) So if it's okay with you, is it all right if I dial in? There's going to be some background noise of some kids hitting some balls, <laughs> but I get to have the conversation while she's warming up yeah. and then I get to be present for my daughters. Wow. For her, her game, yeah. you know, which is really cool. So I got to pick her up from school, have a great conversation, n- nothing was flustered, mm-hmm. and go there. And then the other scenarios, I mean, look now. My sister's like... Oh. Yeah, I love that your she's sister's like, oh. here. She, she was saying to me, oh, when are you going next? I'm like, it's your birthday in like two weeks. Ah, Here's a ticket. Let's go. Yeah, plan. I love we it. Can, we can talk on the plane. Heck so yeah, man. I take friends with me on trips. Uh, my team, I only work one day in the office. Wow. And then it's an open door and anyone can come. If they want to walk with me on the beach with the kids, they can. And we talk business at the same time. Yeah. But we just blend it all. Bring your kids. Bring your dog. I don't care. That's so wild, man. I literally, when your sister was, when your sister walked out, I was like, hell yeah, I love it. Because this is what we are. We're sisterhood. We're all sisters, yeah. really, at the end of the day. You need your sisters. And then you're like, well, I had a TV show this morning. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And it's her first time in LA, too. Oh, yeah. So you're a tour guide. Oh, sister yeah. love partying at night yeah. work during the day such a hard loss <laughs> such a tough life and running huge companies yeah but you know what i empower everybody to do their role yeah they don't have to do it between nine and five no they all know what that goal is right and you've seen him from my book i'm pretty disciplined with coming up with the list very disciplined and i don't care when they do it i mm-hmm. don't care if they do that for two hours at night on the weekend or whatever they want to do as long as we're all on the same page and going for the same goal yes and we're honest with each other, you know, That's trust huge. and respect. 
like you know don't overuse that power that I give you but you know you attract the same sort of people you attract them as friends you attract them as people who want to work for you it's just really cool the energy like energy speaks volumes I always say that energy meet my business partners they are kick I want to talk about something like that failed Yes. Have you ever had an issue where a part of your team, it was just like, whoa, it's not working. Mm. You had to let anybody go. Is there, what was your one of lo- your lower points when dealing with people? Um, and how did you let that go? How did you diffuse a situation? Well, I think it was more like you, you constantly are going to lose more than you win in business. Mm-hmm. So I think showing your team how you carry yourself during those times when you have cash flow problems. Yes. I'm quite okay with sharing everything. Like they say that being a CEO is the loneliest job. No, that's for old people say that. Mm. I will cry in a board meeting and go, guys, <laughs> my God, we're gonna, the, the wheels are falling off. Yeah. You know, and just be vulnerable, like yeah. share everything with them. So I'm very much about that all the way. Okay. So then there's no surprises, right? right? But I think the biggest one is probably, you know, when you when you come up against the boys club. I think that's mm. probably been one of my biggest challenges. Right. There's some really below the belt sort of activity out there that they're still they're still doing. Right. And you know, as you go get bigger in business, I mean, th- there's less females. Right. So in EO, which is one and a half mil turnover plus, you know, it's about forty percent women. Then you get to YPO, which is forty five mil roughly. Um, then there's seven percent, and I swear it's because there's just some stuff that we look at and we go, that's unethical. I don't want to play here. Right. So then we go back to doing what we're doing, which is such a shame. So I think having support around you so that when boys will be boys and they do do things, Mm -hmm. you know, um, there is still some pretty bad behavior, not with all of them, but it's still rampant. Right. Um, When those sorts of things come up, it's making sure that you have the people around you to say, no, you did the right thing. You're on the right path. We're not going to let them win. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's that's probably my biggest thing is putting yourself out there. Yes. And I'm standing for this, right? I'm standing up and, and that's being vulnerable. And you're standing up for all of us. Whenever yeah. you do that, you're literally standing up for every female. So thank you from all of us for doing that. I read that was one of the reasons why you started your own marketing company was because you were dealing with these dudes that were just ego-driven. And you were like, what the heck? I'm not doing it. And now your yeah. marketing company's killing it. Yeah. And you know what? I only picked businesses and work with businesses that I believed in. And I'm the same now. I only choose female-founded yes. companies and ones that are committed to business for good. And if you're not doing either of those things, I say no. Wow. And people say, well, isn't that a bit hypocritical that you're just choosing females? And I'm like, yeah, I think we need a leg up. I'm happy to do that. I'm with it. I'm so with it. I can it. be biased for yeah. a little while until we get past 7%. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, yeah. why are you even questioning that, though? I always, I like, why when we support females, why are we questioning that? Because when men support men, which is since day one, nobody questions that. No, not at all. So why are we questioned as women supporting women now? Like, what is it? Do you think it's like with everything going on with the with the money, the Me Too, like all this stuff? Like, look, bullying is still there. All these things are still there, right? But isn't that an opportunity then for us to say, look, let's do it our way? Totally. Let's do it honestly. Let's do it ethically. Let's do it, you know, 
swearing, laughing, crying, mm-hmm. all the things that are seen as unprofessional. And don't underestimate me. It's interesting because they see me as this creative, fluffy person with her vision and her values yeah. and all that stuff. And they go, oh. And you know what? I'm also very strategic. Yeah. So that's not a weakness. Right. That is a strength. Right. That is how you connect with consumers. That's how you connect and grow beautiful teams. So I think we have a winning formula. So I reckon we just go out there and show them how we do business. And keep crushing it. And we do it well. You're and killing it. Look at Kendra. I mean, Dude, some of my friends are so cool. <laughs> I cannot wait. We're going to get into your friends and your... Yo, I mean, guys, it's when you're with somebody that like inspires you. When I read your book, I was like, holy shit, this is incredible. I want to also read a couple things because ladies, you need to read this book. I'm not telling you this because tomorrow's sitting across from me. I'm going to read you a couple things as to, you know, what this book will actually do to help these women. Well, let's take top three for me. So let go of guilt and blend your work and personal life in a way that doesn't burn you out. Mm, Burnout is like the number one thing. I feel burnt out often. I mean, if you want to be honest right now, I started my period this morning. Then I had a meeting. Then I had an audition in Spanish, which I don't know Spanish fluently. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) I embarrassed myself in front of 10 people today. I try to speak Spanish. Then I had a package hat. And then I came to see your beautiful face. And I was just like... In the car, I took six deep breaths, and I was like, bitch, go in there and rock it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I always say that to myself, girl, you got this. Yeah. So this book helps Mm. eliminate the burnout. Exactly. So ladies, number one. (laughs) We'll work on that after Yeah, please. I need it. (laughs) I literally, I always, I talk to myself often, and I have those moments where I'm just like, breathe. Yeah. Breathe. All right. This is very, very strong for me. You learn how to have important conversations with key people in your life so that everyone's expectations are the same. Mm-hmm. I find that a lot of us females specifically have hard times doing this. I feel like we are great communicators, but for some reason we get scared or we're fearful of that person. But our voice is so much stronger than we know. Mm. What would you say to these women that you know are having str- like struggle? They're struggling finding their voice. Well, don't forget the society has slimed us officially. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, we've got really bad filters. Yes. So the thing is, is you've got to stop and say, okay, this is the filter that I'm seeing this. This is what I'm making this mean. Let's just check and see if that's actually what that person means. Mm -hmm. So I'm quite often I'll go, hang on, look, right now I feel like, you know, you're violating something here. Is there a trust issue with us? Mm. Or am I picking up on the wrong vibe because you're seeming hostile? You know, and you have that conversation, you call it as soon as it happens. So we don't carry that shit around. I'm with that. Right? You yeah. don't go home and say to your husband, what's wrong with you? Whatever. Yep. Nothing. You know, all those <laughs> Yeah, that's things. true. Right? Yeah. Get but, that shit done and over with. Exactly. My husband's like, okay, well, we've set up our expectations. Which one did I break? And I'm yeah. like, well, you know, number three. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, number three. And he's like, yeah, good call. Yeah. I did. And then we have a rap conversation, yes. which is what was the breakdown? What is the reason acknowledge the impact on the other person Mm -hmm. and then make a re-promise i'm sorry i'm still committed to number three let's go back to our happy place let's figure it out 
Isn't that better than whatever? Dude, it's so much better. And then like you, we, we play it over and over and over in our head. And make it bigger and bigger. Yes. And wax some filters on there. Yes. And then make it about Clean it us. up a little bit here and there. Yeah. yeah. Like we try to patch stuff over. And then your brain is eaten up. Dude, you can't sleep at night. Mm-hmm. So get it done. Communication is key. Yeah. Even absolutely. when those uncomfortable conversations, we need to start having it. Yeah, but you know what? If you set really clear boundaries, yes. what's great is you can do it without it even being emotional. And that's where I have a problem. As right. soon as it goes to my heart, my head just takes off. <laughs> so if you've got those yeah. boundaries and those expectations, it's it's kind of just, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's mm. been verbalized and it's just a matter of saying, hey, you asked me to call you on this when we do this. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice myself doing that. Yeah. What a dick. Sorry. Ding, ding, ding. Thanks. Dude. And off we go again. And we do that in my office wow we have code words and everything oh i dig that that's awesome my current one is snuffleupagus <laughs> so when i see two people like playing tennis where but you did this and you did this you know back and yeah forth, back and forth back and forth i'm like guys are we running a racket and they go oh god she's gonna call snuffleupagus mm. <laughs> so they're already ready yeah. that's so cool and which means shut that shit down <laughs> it's over it's over and let's get back to yeah what are our high intentions here what is the breakdown? Let's get back to business. That's so sick. Yeah. That's so crazy. Cool. Ladies, I mean, you can learn all about this in the book. You literally outline yeah. how to do everything you just said. Yeah. Well, you basically need to figure out what drives you. Yes. What are your values? And at the end of the day, all that other stuff is just detail. There's it's just two noise. types of things. It's noise. So if you know what your baseline is, then you just go, right, these are my foundations. And whenever you look back in your life and you say to yourself, oh, that was a bad time. Oh, that was a bad time. I bet you any money that someone has compromised your values. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't matter if you grow as friends. Best friends are best friends forever. Right. Partners who are, you know, soulmates are soulmates mm-hmm. forever. And we've changed so much, me and my husband, over yeah. the course of the 10 years that we've been together. He's been a stay-at-home dad. Now he's turned into an entrepreneur. It's crazy. Wow. But it doesn't matter how we've evolved because we're both empowering each other and our values are the same. Yes. We don't care about the details about, okay, which country are you in this week? Because <laughs> <laughs> you have a foundation. You laid it exactly. down. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that, it's so incredible to me how, you know, your book is, it's great for the entrepreneurial woman, but it's also every, it's, it's real life. Yeah. You know, you bring it into your relationship, your yeah. careers, your friendship. Yeah. And someone said to me, look, you need to lead by example and go out there and promote entrepreneurship. And I'm like, when I looked at it, I went, actually, no, I need to go tell women this is some fundamentals we need to get right first. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get the basis right first. Right. Otherwise, it's just going to crack. Right. And then once we're all on the same page... Now let's go. Then we can rock. Let's just take yeah. it on. Let's, yeah. let's go grow some great no. businesses that make a huge impact on the world. Wow. You know? So I think I needed to start with this conversation Totally. First. And, you know, the Me Too thing's been very negative. There's lots of negativity. Mm-hmm. Let's have a positive one. Yeah. Let's game change it up a bit in a yeah. nice way. Yep. And, you so know, thank you. And then when someone says to me, oh, you know, I feel obligated. I've got to do this at school and I've got to volunteer for this. No, you don't. I don't. Mm-mm. I don't do that. I love that. You know what it is? You say no. Oh, yeah. And I don't feel bad about it. At all. The power of no. Yeah. How did you get to that point of saying no and not feeling bad about it? A lot of coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, NLP. Yes. One of my favorite things. Uh, and uh, being very clear on what are important to me. 
Yes. So in the book, there's an exercise where you look at your pie mm-hmm. and you say, okay, when, when, I, when was I most content? Like when was I covered in warm fuzzies and just loving life? Like waking up in the morning going, oh yeah, Let's not today go. for you. No, not but, today. <laughs> that, that one day a month. But, you know, um, how does my pie look? And if you figure it out... Then what you can do is say, okay, this is when I'm most happy. I'm working this much. I'm with family this much. And what does each quadrant look like? Yes. So for me in my family one is obviously time with my sister, time with my kids. We also do one-on-ones with our kids' holidays. Oh, that's cool. So we've got this stuff that we need to do. It's not watching TV and it's not doing chores, mm-hmm. I can tell you that. <laughs> so that's the family quadrant, hence. Sisters. Sisters in LA. <laughs> but if you, if you have that, then once a week I look at my pie every Every Sunday night and I go, am I, am I in the right space? And then I go, actually, in work at the moment, I'm doing way too much of the reporting stuff, not enough creative. And uh. I need to be 80% creative, 10% mentoring and give back and 10% in learning, right? That's my thing. Totally. So, and then I'll go, actually, I haven't done learning for a while or something's off. And it's a great way to just go back in, back into your space. So yeah. I'll just say, to my, I say to my EA, right, so my work quadrant is out. So I need you to cancel some stuff and free up my diary because I want to put some learning in for next week. That's And she knows exactly what I'm talking about because she's got a copy of my pie. So she knows what's going on. <laughs> she knows what's going on. Wow. That's accountability. Yeah. That's accountability. Absolutely. You have to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. No one else is going to do no, it. No. Don't blame anyone else for your yeah. life. That's so solid. Like... Can you just say that one more time so everybody can hear that a don't little louder? Don't blame anyone else for your life. You Don't complicate things. Yes. You're one decision away from changing your life, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. We could go out now and have an affair, yeah. change our life for the bad. You can go out there and have a crucial conversation or reverse pitch to someone. And that one conversation or that one mentor could change your life. Wow. You just don't complicate it. Just figure I... out what you want. I know everybody's like, oh, shit right now listen to how easy that sounds but for some reason it's so hard for some women to get there in life execution is the thing yes giving yourself permission first so I do work through that in the book about how do you bring people on board so Mm -hmm. it's easier so sharing your pie sharing your values with other people so that you can reset that line you know it's always nice to press a reset button a hundred percent I mean if we're a computer we'd be pressing escape far too all the time that's what people are doing (laughs) totally just restart it yeah start with a new hard drive (laughs) this is awesome so you know that that's in the book but what's really important is execution and a lot of people in business nowadays come up to me and they're like okay so I've got this great idea I'm like I don't care like, what do you mean? Don't you want to hear my business idea? Nope. I want to hear what your values are. Yes. Because that tells me a lot about you mm-hmm. as a person. And uh, then I want to see you execute on something because nobody executes nowadays. And that is the key. So how successful people are really good at timing. Yes, the idea and strategy, half of it's execution. Mm. So I'm really bad execution. Get, get through the book, write it down, and then just start blending. Just start looking for ways. Get your friends to read the book yes. and say, right, what's your, what, what fills your bucket? What's your graph me looking your like? Yeah, 100%. Next time, like now, if I knew your list and you're having a shitty day, guess what's going to happen tonight? <laughs> I might just rock up with wine and Rocky Road if that's what oh you Oh, my are. God, that's so sick. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. That's we need we that. We yep. need that more. To share I, it. And having your crew hold yourself accountable it's so much more powerful and you guys just become a lot closer and tighter and everybody's values yeah. just heighten together. 
And, and it's good and bad stuff. Yes. It's, it, you know, we call each other on everything, but it's a safe zone. There has to be a safe zone. Yeah. Which is powerful because you create that safe zone. Yeah. They're beautiful Ooh, people. I love I'm it. I'm very blessed. There's one more. <laughs> this book will help you do. It'll get your shit together and write a strategy for doing the things you actually want to do, which we just talked about. Mm-hmm. I think that's the goal to life, right? Mm-hmm. Getting your shit together to enjoy this life. As an entrepreneur, I know it's hard. Mm-hmm. You're working endlessly hours, especially if you're in, your be- in the beginning of your journey. Yeah. Even now, I'm sure you probably have a thousand things going on. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about one of your businesses um, and share kind of, you know, how you got your shit together in that business and how it's excelling now and yeah. where you are? Yeah, certainly. I mean, for me, it's constantly evolving. Yes. So I kind of look at the journey of entrepreneurship a bit like, say, an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, Picasso started with the blue period and then moved into this and moved into this. So things evolve and, and they they become more beautiful as, yes. as you become a better painter, I guess. So I guess back to your last comment, the one thing I wanted to add is just always say to yourself, will I look back and say... I have regrets. Mm. So that's always my thing. Am I going to regret my time? And I've spent time in relationships, you know, which I share in the book for far too long. Same. We all know that that was wrong for us. Mm -hmm. We just didn't want to pull the Band-Aid off. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is the longer you leave it on, the more manky it is. (laughs) Dude, you're so right. I'm guilty of all of that. Yeah, Yeah, totally. So these are lessons, right? Yeah. Lovely lessons that we (laughs) learned. So don't don't live in regret. That's my big thing. So if you're going to try something, you can always go back to doing the boring shit you were doing before. Mm. Couldn't you? 100%. 100%. You just got to find a way. And go back. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess for me, it's interesting because I'm studying at MIT. I'm there yes. next week, um, part-time at the Entrepreneur's Master's Program. And they talk about the big impact. And they believe that entrepreneurs, and we believe that entrepreneurs will change the world, not governments. Mm. I read that. Yes. I really think that we can make things happen a lot quicker. And one of the ways that someone that I know is doing that is through a concept called buy one, give one, where basically like a tax or or a lid or a label or whatever it is, you entrench giving as a cost of goods into the product. Which is really interesting because some of my businesses, when they first start, aren't even making money. Money, right. Yet they're still giving. Which is how? Well, because it has to be a fixed cost because then the business has to make it happen. Right. So you find a way to make that business profitable with it entrenched. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. There's nothing wrong with profit. Actually, the worst thing an entrepreneur can do is actually quit being an entrepreneur and go and do fundraising or Mm. start their own charity. In fact, the best thing they can do is grow big, powerful businesses that employ other people, that make better communities, but also give Yes. So that's our premise is we believe that if every one of us, if, if it's a 45 mil turnover, if we had giving entrenched in everything, imagine the impact we could have. I mean, whether we, we turn over six trillion collectively in America, wow. our group. It's powerful. So powerful. So powerful. And you're doing this too with the book. Yeah. So that's the last chapter. Yes. It's all about the impact. And yeah. I've only just started that journey because I'm at that part in my career. I'm like, okay, marketing agency, wellness products. I get that, you know, they all do good things, mm-hmm. but I, I've now, I'm now a mum, and I want to be a great role model to them and I want to make a positive impact on totally. the world. So I'm changing the way that we buy beauty. I went, okay, that industry, let's shake it up. It's been the same way for too long. How can we do that differently? Right. So that's what I'm doing and it's pretty scary. But um, 
but you're doing it. I'm giving it a go. Yeah. So how the Dollar Beauty Tribe works is um, a bit like the Dollar Shave Club, right? Yes. So what we do is we give you a full-size beauty product. None of these shitty little samples that Not you, the small you little take home. Travel. You could, you could wash like half your hair with that. You know, <laughs> and one curl. Yeah. And how do you see if that actually works for your hair and scalp over time? You yeah. don't, right? So you take this little sample, you try and experience it, you can't. And then you buy the full product and we've all got in our drawer hundreds, probably thousands of dollars worth of products Literally that we've never there. used, mm-hmm. right, that are probably all expired. So what we do is we say, okay, we're going to go and hand select the best vegan, cruelty-free, ethical businesses. Mm. So they have to – I refuse, like, animal testing. That's just ridiculous. The fact that that's still going on. It's disgusting. But what people don't realise is all the majors sell in China – which therefore means they're testing on animals. Oh, wow. Right. So I don't sell anything in China as a result because I refuse. Yes. So, um, you know, I'm standing for that. And we're going to give you that whole product, which is valued anywhere between 80 and $150. And you get to try it for 30 days for no money down. Just pay for the postage. Wow. And that's it. And only, only if you love it can you then pay for that product and you can continue to get it sent to you if you like. That's so smart. And that's the premise. That's but that's so. huge trust, right? We're giving the trust back to the consumer and we're saying, guys, we're trusting that you'll do the right thing. You won't right. just take a freebie. Right. Because what we're trying to achieve here is 10 million impacts a year. So imagine if we could sell wow. a million products and have 10 million impacts. That's 10 million uh, meals that a uh, you know a kid has at school. That's incredible. It, we're just there's so many beautiful causes under buy one give one. So I get really excited when I think yeah. about that because we're already buying beauty, right? Everybody does. We're already doing it. Yeah. We just got to shift our buying habits and our focus to something that does good. It's more ethical. That's more helpful. Yeah, and it's all female founded. I love it. <laughs> Girl power. Yeah. That's so awesome. The whole buy one give one. I mean. Giving back, it's the, it's probably one of the best feelings ever. Um, but people put it off. Why? It's no different to when they're in their business and they go, oh, I'll look after my health and I'll I'll look after yes. my family once I make this amount of money. You be the if I always say all the time, you are you are not a success in business if you fail at home. Mm. Simple. Mm. So from the get-go, don't wait until you get to that point. So why are we waiting until we have profitable businesses to give? And we, whilst it's great that there's these multi-billionaires, you know, Bill Gates, bless, right. who are doing these amazing things in giving, they're few and far between. Like how many of them are there in the world? But collectively, as entrepreneurs, even if we're only turning over, you know, 100,000, if, if we've got giving entrenched, you know, 50 of those people equal one of these people. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Collectively, if we all chose in business to do that. And we're the backbone of the economy. 100%. We can decide how we... 100%. We, the government decides what taxes we pay. Perhaps we can decide what else we'd like to do. That's like, gives me the chills, dude, thinking cool. about that. The power is in your hands. Absolutely. It's no, no different. It's just an expense. And it's, it's an expense line that's built in from the start. So we don't have to wait until right. we this size business. Or what happens, unfortunately, in the cycles of business is when businesses are good, lots of charities are getting money, mm-hmm. they're getting supported. But when business is bad and things are tight, which we've just seen with the financial crisis, giving just pretty much vanishes. vanishes. Yeah. Whereas mine is consistent the whole way through. Thank you for freaking being consistent. 
Thanks. That's why we need more of us. You know yes. what I mean? And, and I feel like that's a female trait too. Like, you know, like we are consistent. Yeah. Women, we are consistent. We have to be. Otherwise, yes. our kids will get kicked out of school. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know, you know? And, and, and I think balancing all of this. Yeah. You know, a husband, kids, work. Blend it. Blend everything. Blend it. Not like in a blender. I gotta take the word balance out of my vocabulary. Yeah, you keep saying it. I know. Stop. Oh, blend a cocktail. Every yes, time you say <laughs> blend. It. You gotta blend it because even now when I say balance, it doesn't make sense. No, you have to blend it exactly. So don't compromise. No. So next time you're torn, you text me on WhatsApp and yeah. you say, "Okay, I'm torn. I want to be here and here at the same time." Yes. And then we brainstorm. How do we blend these two? And how do you get there? Yeah. Because you totally can. Yeah, or if I'm stuck and I go, oh, guys, I really want to blend it. I looked at my pie and I'm like, it's Megan's birthday. I'm in Sydney, my sister's birthday. I really haven't spent much time with her lately. And then I rang her and I'm like, you're getting on a plane. <laughs> That's so sick. I She's love like, it. I don't think I'll get the time off. I've already all. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> Who's a big this. sister, little sister? Big. Oh, I love it. I'm a big sister too. So I get it. That's awesome. Yeah, we don't. We don't ask. I mean, I could have cancelled it if work said no, but yeah. I was quietly confident. Yeah. And you, you get it done. Yeah. 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 And they'll be okay with it. Yeah. Of yeah. They were. They're gonna roll, and that's what I love about little sisters. They roll. They just like roll with you. Yeah, you know what fun. I mean. That's and they're the your best. biggest fan. Yeah, they're so beautiful. It is. I love that. <laughs> I love that she's here too. You said something I want to talk about briefly um, before I want to get into like the next steps of mm. your beautiful life. It says the best business people in the world are the ones that can create businesses that don't depend on them. Mm. How do people do that? How do you create a business that doesn't depend on you? That is the art. That's the key to life. That's the key to yeah, everything, right? Yeah, like I was like, whoa. I didn't marry my husband for 10 years. I was like, I know we could get married, but you don't have to be locked into this. Yes. Like I want you to stay with me because you want to stay with me, <laughs> not because of this ring. Yeah. So it's really interesting because in business, we make it all about us, right? It's, it's, it's a control thing, mm-hmm. I think, as well. And probably stems from when you first start, the scarcity. So you need to be across everything yes. so that you don't fail. But at some point you have to go, okay, I'm passing that over. And then when is the time to get off the bus? So know your bus stop in your own business and people get greedy and they get cocky. So, you know, for me, I've been past my bus stop and one of my businesses I grew to 14 mil in two years. Wow. And um, I went, okay, this is a $100 million business. I know that, right? And I went past it and I was miserable. I hated this business. And I'm going, why? And I went back to my pie and I said, oh, gosh, like half of my pies work unapologetically. Mm-hmm. I love working. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. And so I looked at it and I went, I've turned into compliance, reporting, answering to the board, doing HR issues because the team was about 70 at the time. All the things that I don't like. And I was spending about 5% of my time in creative. Wow. Now, I just told you that I need to be 80% creative. No wonder I was bloody depressed. Dude. So I gone past my bus stop. So I went, okay, I need to sell this business. Yes. So just know where you can get it to and then make sure that it's set up so that the next person can hopefully take it yeah. to the next step. So know what value you bring to the business and know when it's time to say, actually, I need to share this with someone or I need to get off the bus and somebody else needs to jump in who knows how to take it from here to here. That's, that's really important mm-hmm. because... I think you can't be everything to a business. Yeah. And I love startup. I love getting them to, you know, a certain size. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I'm happy to say, here, you've got bigger channels than me. Why don't you take it now and create that? Wow. But you know what's really cool and what? sneaky? 
is if you build buy one give one into it yeah it's stuck no matter what <laughs> stuck no matter what right consumers are yeah are used to it they know that that's why they're buying the product that's the reason so, behind it so if unilever comes along and buys one of my businesses that's turning over 30 or 40 mil and turns it into 150 mil how cool is that? You're still impact? winning. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a bit wow. <laughs> That's it's, so It's for the good. And it's so rewarding. That's Absolutely. probably the most fulfilling part I think of it all. Yeah. And no matter what, like you said, it's built in. Exactly. So you're always impacting. Exactly. And your kids are always watching. You don't realize that. Wow. Like my daughters uh, on the Easter holidays were doing origami with their friends every day, making all these origamis and selling them door to door for 50 cents. It was very cute. So I said to them, oh, look, what are you going to spend your money on? You Mm -hmm. made $60, you know, um, mini me's. And uh, they said, oh, no, we got together with all the kids who helped them. And they had a conversation around what charity they will give to. And they decided to choose one that was close to them because an uncle was dying of cancer. Mm. So they all decided and they had a vote. And I'm like, wow, they're really listening. Literally. Yeah. And also the two-year-old said the F word at two. (laughs) So they are listening in lots of other ways too. You know, us creatives have pretty bad mouths. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, you know, they're they're listening, they're watching. At all times. and, and, And the other day, my daughter picked something up at the shop. And she's like, what charity did they give to? And I said, oh, baby, not everybody gives to charity. Not every product Mm, has that mm -hmm. entrenched in it. She said, what? That's just silly. (laughs) I'm like, yes, yes, it is. (laughs) You're right. And, you know, I said to her, you know what used to happen in the workforce? And she said, what? I said, women used to have to wear stockings. (laughs) Oh, my God. What did she say? Was she like, Like, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes we just do silly things, right? And it's just because it's been happening for so long. So hopefully one day somebody will pick up something and they go, well, giving's not entrenched in this. I've never even heard of that. Wow. That's when I know I've made an impact. Wow. That's going to take a generation to change. But we can do it. Women can do it. If it's we just slowly. Example. You are changing it. Well, women are making all the consumer yes. decisions. We make 80% of all consumer decisions. Mm-hmm. So if we all decided today we're not buying anything unless it gives, then we could change it overnight. It's wow. not that hard. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. We have so much more power than we know, I think. Exactly. We keep forgetting that. Yeah. 80% of consumer decisions is us. Is us. 100% in beauty. So once, I, once I've done with beauty, we, we could just go do the rest. And take over everything else. Because yeah. we run this shit. Yeah. Wow. We need to play like Beyonce's who run the world girls. girls. Like every morning. Yeah. To everyone. Yeah. Come I on. think we need to remind that. Da, na, na, na. Yeah. Da. Okay. So what's next for you? I know you are in this incredible program Mm. where only 60 people are allowed and i'm gonna allow you to talk about this because it's so it's just like wow it's pretty impressive yeah it's all i can say is wow entrepreneurs are are really committed to doing good in the world you have no idea and it doesn't stop it doesn't stop and they're problem solvers by nature so give us a world problem Mm -hmm. you know and now let's fix it so the next step for tamara is is to figure out this b game yes I really want to have the Dollar Beauty Tribe, every woman buying ethical, vegan. Mm-hmm. Let's abolish animal testing. Mm-hmm. And let's get to 10 million impacts and let's do it as a tribe. Let's support each other. It's not just about buying product. It's about being in this together. Together. Let's have that conversation. Let's empower each other. Let's pick each other up. And then after we finish with the 10, let's go for 100. Mm. Let's just keep going. Why not? Right now, yeah. Why not?
And then hopefully Oprah will tell, say it on her show and then we'll be away. <laughs> and then you're winning. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's... It's wow. not hard, right? No. Like I said, you're buying this stuff every day. Just, yeah. And you know what? I, and I be conscious about it. It's so cool that you say that because it sounds so simple when we talk about it, right? Like, mm. yeah, like we just have to support each other and make it and we can do it. We have to do it in real life. I I say like, you know, social media and all this stuff. It's like this trendy, cool thing, right? Mm. Womanhood, sisterhood. But sometimes when I see things in real life, I'm like, hold on. That's not what you guys were talking about. That's not what you're posting about. That's not like, that's not how that works. Great for depression. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But like, let's do this in real life and start, you know, turning the tables when it comes to beauty and ethically made things and giving back. Yeah. And doing it for our kids too. And guess what? Guess why mommy chose this hair care over yeah. that hair care? And be an example. I mean, you're making many memes like you that are already like, uh, what do you mean they don't give back? Bye. <laughs> Honestly, I would love my kids to say that. Yeah, it's just what you expose them to, yes. right? And the conversations that you have around the dinner table. And because I have an open house, they hear everything. Mm-hmm. Like they hear strategy sessions on how we're growing businesses. They hear about, you know, how to export to different yes. countries. They hear so much stuff. It's wow. very cool. That's so awesome. So you're now at MIT. Yes. Can you tell uh, these incredible women your journey right now that you're partaking in? Yeah. So the Entrepreneur's Master's Program is pretty special. Yes. Um, it's been nicknamed the birthing of giants because it's, you know, literally a lot of great, great entrepreneurs, including Kendra Scott. Yes. She started, I think, as a member turning over a couple of mil and now what she's self-made billionaire mm-hmm. which is fantastic and such Crushing a gorgeous it. person yeah she presented to our class last year when we were oh, there that's and awesome. she was just crying just going my god guys mm. i did it <laughs> so um and she's all about giving as well yeah so we're 60 people that get together from all over the world hand selected and uh we spend time it's part-time but then we're on in groups together in forums um, supporting each other and all we're working on is how do we get to a billion dollars turnover with billions of impact doing impact on the same so that's all we're working on and one of the um, uh, founders has a seat at the UN for representing all entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. so they get we get to find out what what we need to help with the impact so there's a lot of things um that we're working on obviously female entrepreneurship is one of them impact through giving and and profit so yeah we get together and we talk about how can we create these amazing businesses that's incredible and a lot of the time it's the discipline and you say how do you stay focused you hang around these people and dream about and imagine a world where we can actually take action really easily, then you get pretty good at saying no. That's so crazy. I don't care what you make it mean because I said no to your tuck shop (laughs) and because I turned up with the wrapping on Uh for my cupcakes because I'm not cooking those. I I don't care because, like I said, I don't care about the 99%. What I care about is in my brain I'm like, cooking cupcakes ain't best use of my time sweetheart i am on a mission with 60 people and we're going to change the world that's so sick (laughs) and you're blending oh absolutely and doing this as well yeah yeah i i'm i'm never exhausted or burnt out wow and you look amazing so clearly that's not an issue thank you thank you um wow well you know there's i call myself a five-star hippie you still (laughs) i do my shakes i do my shakes and my botox be honest come on let's call it let's keep it real (laughs) keep it real i love that though i mean the birthing of giants yeah wow yeah it's kind of cool that i'm standing across from a giant right now 
Oh, in the it's, making. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you are. You're you're a giant and you're literally about to just keep stomping grounds. And it's so cool to know that, you know, you're doing it and giving back to. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I mean, can you imagine what it's like to work with cool people every day? Every day. Every day. My, like my business partners and I say, I love you at the end of phone calls. That's so cool. Like we're that close. That's it is, so cool. It is crazy. It's just wonderful. I think that's what everybody wants to do when they wake up. Mm. Go to do something that they friggin' love. Love the people they're doing it with. Have a beautiful family. Blend their husband, their date nights into the madness. Bring their sisters to LA while they're working. Yep. And kill it with their businesses. Absolutely. Don't keep them separate. Like the old days of, you know, keep work and personal life. That just says to me that, what, are you a different person at both of those? And sometimes you see that, right? You meet someone in a work environment and then you go out and see them in a social environment. You're like... What? Is that the same person? Yeah. And you're like, yo, what is this? uh, (laughs) Yeah. I call bullshit. It's weird. (laughs) And their voices are even different. Sometimes I'm like, yo, what the hell? Yeah, Yeah, dude, I get it. That's exhausting. It's weird. It's kind of bipolar. Yeah, it totally is. (laughs) It's a bit weird. Yeah. (laughs) So just show up the same everywhere, you know? I love that. I just, it's so much easier. Yeah. And then life just becomes so much easier. Trust me. I'm with that. And, you know, my husband is doing all this crazy entrepreneurial stuff. And when I met him, he's like, I'm never doing that stuff that you do. That's scary. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I think I rubbed off And now you're doing – that's so cool, man. That is so awesome. But his job was raising the kids for years and he took that as a job. He loved it. I saw that. I have no idea what my kids are saying. (laughs) They speak German. He only speaks German to them. I'm like, I have no idea what you just said. (laughs) Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, I wanted to – And interesting. Yeah. They know another language. Thanks, husband. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't know what they're saying when no. they're saying it. No idea. But that's what, like I said, when she swears it too in English, guess whose fault it is. <laughs> not, like cool. he le- not like she learned it from the father, yeah. the German father. He's like, oh, that one's on you. you. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I could sit here and talk to you about so many other things, but I know you have a whole <laughs> lot going on and your sister is here in L.A. So I like to always finish with the question, what would you have told your younger self Looking at yourself, well, you have a very awesome younger life as a 19-year-old woman on tour starting this marketing company with everything that you've learned in your life now. Mm. What would you have told your 19-year-old, you know, creative, I'm doing everything that I want to do self? What would you tell that girl to know that she could be in this MIT class of 60 people right now? One thing that I've learned is the secret to success is doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. So when I was 19, I hated being the black sheep. I didn't mm-hmm. know what was wrong with me, but I am the opposite. Mm-hmm. So just own it. I love you that. Know? Like we get the confidence to own it. I don't care if you have to spend a year straight with a coach, a transformational coach. Just get your head into a space where you go, I am different and that's great. And I'm going to follow that yes. as opposed to suppressing it constantly, yes. patching it up with what, oh, I'm just going to pick a normal partner like everybody else does because that's what I feel. Boring. You know, because you yeah. do, you compromise because totally. you're like, I'll grow out of this. You will never grow out of it. <laughs> I'm just as mad as I was when I was 19. Yeah. It's like when you get the travel bug, right? Yeah. You travel, do, do you start crossing things off and then you're done? The more you travel, the more you have on your list, yes. right? You want to keep going. So just keep going. Like, don't try and dumb things down. If I you're love special, that. own it. Own it. 
own it. Own your uniqueness. Own your specialness. I mean, own your blending abilities. Yeah. Uh, I want to just say thank you so much for coming today and finding time to talk about this with us because all of us need to know that girl we got this yeah blend it together we've got this together we got this and we can we're do gonna even come more up across some bad behaviors yes. and some things that we cannot control yes but together we can go well we're moving past that let's yes. just go around that big pile of poo and keep going and let's do it together yeah, and in real life exactly let's not talk about it we all got to be about it not when when i get to this point you know now yeah let's do it now right now yeah. and you know what else they need to do right now you guys need to get balance is bullshit all my girlfriends right now i'm already almost done the book i will be sending you my graphs my charts so you guys know what the hell is wrong with me when i'm like falling over okay and i need to hold all of you accountable so balance is bullshit all of the money that i I, there's no money that i'm making out of this book it all goes to um loans for for females yeah who are starting businesses in developing countries how incredible because guess what nine out of ten of them pay it back we are wow. good at this. Listen to All that, guys. The world. It's crazy, huh? This is wild. Mm. Like, I'm going to buy five right now, actually, and probably mail them to my friends so they have it. Literally. You didn't have a choice. Read no, the book. <laughs> 100%. Balance is bullshit, guys. Learn how to blend. I mean, you're an incredible woman. Thank you. You are. We can really do anything. We can. We got to learn. It's in the book. Thank you so much for being you. Oh, thank you. I, literally, we got this. Twins. Twinning. I'm so appreciative of you for coming today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, sis. Thanks for listening to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Get new episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word to your tribe. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.